0: It is Sunday, April 23rd, 2017. This is U62 the Targ. Let's do it. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen
1: to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about
0: now. Why? What a little tiny microchip some electronics, broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The car. Ah! 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 Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Capas. On this week's show, we're talking the Star Wars trailer, we're talking the Thor trailer, and we're talking buried treasure. It's my April special, April Snowstorms. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 Natar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Campus here. Welcome to this week's episode of The Targ. I am back for a bit. I have been inspired to get behind the microphone once again and crank out yet another podcast. And you know I kind of need a chance to unwind because I did not have a good Easter. Well, my Easter was like 90% good, 10% bad, and it's the 10% bad that's weighing on my mind. I get the long weekend. I get Good Friday off. So Thursday's like my Friday. Thursday afternoon I'm like, yeah, I'm off work. I get home, I go into my living room and horror of horrors. So my entertainment center has like shelves made of tempered glass and the top shelf shattered. Don't know why, don't know how. All I know is there was broken glass all over my living room and my TV was upside down on the floor. I got pictures on my Instagram at Chaos in a Box if you want to see pictures. Because, of course, the first thing I did was take pictures because that's what you do in this day and age. So anyway, I carefully picked up my TV, moved it aside. Took me a couple hours to pick up all the glass. If I had like hardwood floors in my living room, I would just grabbed a broom and swept it up. But no, I have carpet. So I had to get in there and get each and every little shard out of the fibers. Wish I had a pair of leather work gloves because I got like, well, like paper cuts all over my hands from doing it. So once that was all cleaned up, it was time to see if my TV survived. So I plugged it in. I fired it up. Luckily, my TV survived. It still works. Got a few scratches in the screen, though, the most annoying of which manifests as this bright white spot in the top right corner, but you know what? I'm learning to live with it and ignore it. They say the average lifespan of technologies these years is five years. I've had my TV for about three and a half, so if I can get another year and a half out of it, I will be laughing. But anyways, I'm now in the market for a new entertainment center. And in one of those crazy ways in how the universe works, when that happened, after I was done cleaning up, I went to check my mail, my tax refund check arrived. I went online later that night. I found a new one at Ikea that my tax refund will cover quite nicely. So once I'm done recording this and I posted it online, I'm going into Edmonton to Ikea and I'm getting that new TV stand. So yeah, and that was my Easter. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, the Targ. So you're probably wondering what inspired me to crank out another podcast. Well, let's be honest. You know exactly what inspired me to crank out this podcast. What do you say?
1: Light. Darkness. a balance it's time for the Jedi to end
0: that's right gang we got our first trailer for Star Wars Episode 8. The Last Jedi. Now, when I first watched it, you know, it struck me a lot as being like the first trailer for The Force Awakens. We don't get much of a sense of the plot yet. We just get some images that are setting the mood. Of course, the mood for The Force Awakens was, yay, Star Wars is back. The mood for The Last Jedi is, what's going on? we're in a dark place right now you know a lot of the trailer is isolated to the island we say ray with luke skywalker is ray being trained by luke we don't know because of that closing line it's time for the jedi to end like a friend of mine pointed out does that does this mean luke is having some existential crisis and ray pulls him out of the funk That would be kind of lame. Maybe he is seriously thinking about ending the Jedi Order as we know it. And then, of course, we get more space action. We get walkers on the desert. We get Finn in some kind of healing pod. Poe Dameron's X-Wing is getting blown up. It's just a whole bunch of images, but they are raising questions, and they are getting us interested. It's funny. As soon as I got back to work on Monday morning, I had to go into a production studio because... That's where the best audio equipment I have access to is. And I listen to all the whispered text. You can hear it there in some of the trailers. You know, when Rey says that um, she's sensing the light, very faintly in the background, we hear Princess Leia's classic, Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi. When, we see, when she talks about the dark and we see Kylo Ren's smashed mask, we hear Obi-Wan Kenobi's, he was seduced by the dark side. And then when she mentions the balance and we take a look at that book, we hear Yoda, it surrounds us, binds us. So what does it all mean? I don't know. We will probably know when the next trailer comes along. Actually, no, it's not just that trailer that inspired me to do the podcast. It was my best friend and his reaction to the trailer. This kind of blew me away. So, good Friday. I get home for the long weekend. There I am. I'm at the kitchen table having lunch with my parents and then my phone rings. It's my best friend who lives in Vancouver. Now, right away, this sends up a red flag because he is my best friend, but this being this day and age, we rarely, if ever, talk to each other on the phone. We text each other almost daily, but we don't talk on the phone. So him calling me out of the blue, I was worried about him, and he's just like, man, my social media feeds are lighting up. Did they just drop the last Jedi trailer? And I'm like, yeah, man, they did. And he's like, before I watch it, I want to hear your description and what you think. So I said, well, pretty much everything you heard two minutes ago. And he's like, wow, that was just like listening to one of your podcasts. So I was thinking, that's good stuff. I should probably podcast that. And here we are. Did I mention that my best friend is working on Rick and Morty now? Yeah, when they had the season premiere a couple weeks ago, I watched the end credits frame by frame looking for his name, and I found it! Uh, We have sure come a long way from sitting in the college newspaper office until the wee hours of the morn talking about our favorite cartoons. Now, I get paid to talk about them, and he gets paid to make them. Mark Kappas! Be nice to him and he'll show you his Star Trek action figures!
1: I'm, uh... (laughs) I'm a role model.
0: (laughs) Mark Kappas! on U62, The Targ. Of course, since we're talking trailers, I should talk about the other big trailer that came out this past month. And
1: now, I give you your incredible- Yes! We know each other He's a friend from work.
0: Come on. The first trailer for Thor Ragnarok coming out this November. Can you believe it? That was the biggest trailer launch in Disney's history. In its first 24 hours, it got more views than the first trailer for Beauty and the Beast, more views than the trailer for The Force Awakens. That's the biggest trailer Disney ever released online. They were predicting that The Last Jedi would break its record, but I haven't seen any numbers yet for The Last Jedi. So as far as I know, it is still the record holder. And that's kind of surprising because when it comes to the Marvel films, the Thor solo films are the ones that people seem to be fairly indifferent towards. They have no strong feelings either way, so that much passion for Thor Ragnarok, and you gotta admit, it really does have more of a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe to it than the other Thor movies, so they say this one is going to be just all kinds of insane fun, as Thor is essentially on a road trip to get back from the farthest reaches of the cosmos, home to Earth, and then back to, uh, Asgard to stop Ragnarok so it's looking crazy it's looking fun Marvel knows what they're doing And speaking of Marvel, they got the uh, promotional tour going on right now for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And with that, we got a lot of news coming down the pike about Marvel films. Uh, You know, Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel, he was talking lately about uh, some of their plans. For example, Spider-Man. He confirmed that, sadly, the rumors are true. The deal they signed with Sony, they've only got Spider-Man for four films. Captain America Civil War. Avengers Infinity War, Spider-Man Homecoming, and the Homecoming sequel. After that, they're up for renegotiation. No doubt that was going to make a bajillion dollars, and Sony's going to want to renew that partnership. But that means that uh, they, Marvel has absolutely no connection to the Spider-Man spin-offs that Sony is planning. They're trying to do a Venom film once again. They're doing a Silver Sable Black Cat film. They're doing an animated film about the other Spider-Man, Mar- Miles Morales. Marvel's having nothing to do with that. So, yeah, it looks to me like Sony's trying to have their cake and eat it too. I'm not so sure if that's a good idea. We'll have to sit back, wait and see. Some other big news that came down, Joss Whedon is going back to D.C. to do a Batgirl movie. And Kevin Feige revealed that before he accepted the gig, Joss Whedon actually called up Marvel and was like, um, you're not going to be offended if I go across the street to make a movie for the other guys, are you? And according to Kevin Feige, Marvel could not be more supportive as they want to see an awesome Batgirl film as well. The only problem I'm having with Joss Whedon doing a Batgirl movie is I'm starting to have these flashbacks to 10 years ago. Because remember, 10 years ago, Joss Whedon was supposed to do a Wonder Woman movie, but he and Warner Brothers couldn't see eye to eye, so Warner Brothers fired him, and we never got a Joss Whedon Wonder Woman movie. So... I'm kind of seeing history repeating itself, so I don't know whether to be excited about this or not yet. So yeah, other Marvel news, we got our first trailer for Cloak and Dagger, their next TV project. Uh, we got directors for Captain Marvel. I have pretty much no opinions on any of those. You got to admit, when it comes to superheroes in the media right now, we are experiencing an embarrassment of riches. Every better with Mark Kappas. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Caprice on U62, The Dart. So it's time to roll out the song of the show. You know, back in 2016 Disney released two animated films. They had Zootopia and Moana. Of the two, I really liked Moana, probably because it was the return of Disney Animation Legends John Musker and Ron Clements to the director's chair. These guys did Aladdin. They did The Little Mermaid. They did Hercules. And Moana was their first foray into computer animation. It had a lot of that classic Disney Renaissance charm and some amazing songs on the soundtrack as well, including Dwayne The Rock Johnson performing You're Welcome.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) I see what's happening, yeah. Face to face with greatness and it's strange You don't even know how you feel It's adorable Well, it's nice to see that humans never change Open your eyes, let's begin Yes, it's really me, it's Maui, breathe it in I know it's a lot, the hair, the blood When you're staring at a demigod What can I say except you're welcome For the tide's the sun Sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. you welcome. I'm just an ordinary demi-guy. Hey, what has two thumbs and pulled up the sky? When you were waddling, yay, high, this guy. When the nights got cold, who stole you fire from down below? <laughs> look at him, yo, oh. Also, I last so the sun. You're welcome to stretch your days and bring you fun. Also, I harness the breeze. You're welcome to fill your sails and shake your trees. So, what can I say except you're welcome for the islands I pull from the sea? There's no need to pray, it's okay. You're welcome. Ha! I guess it's just my way of being me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Welcome to think of it. Honestly, I could go on and on, I could explain every natural phenomenon. The tide, the grass, the ground, oh that was Maui just messing around. I killed a eel, I buried its guts, sprouted a tree, now you got coconuts. What's the lesson, What is does takeaway? Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway. And the tapestry here in my skin is a map of the victories I win. Look where I've been, I make everything happen. Look at them ee-mini Maui, just take it,
0: Dwayne The Rock Johnson with your welcome off the Moana soundtrack here on U62 The Targ. And I'm about all talked out, so I'm getting ready to wrap this up. But before I go, I just got to talk about this story. It came down the newswire the other day, and I am utterly fascinated by it. Over in the UK, the music department at a community college had recently required an antique piano. So they brought in their piano tuner to give it a tune-up. The piano tuner, he found the keys were kind of sluggish. So he started pulling up the keys to see what was underneath and the guy found over 900 antique gold coins that were hidden away inside the piano. The gold coins date back to 1847 and they have no idea how long they were in the piano. So of course they want to try to find the rightful owners, Uh, Looking at the piano, they figure the piano was made in 1906 and was sold from a London music store shortly after. And then from there, it kind of gets lost to history until it resurfaces in 1983, when the Hemmings family bought it so their kids could learn to play. Well, their kids never did learn how to play it, so it sat in their dining room just gathering dust until they put it into storage 10 years ago. And then, when they were moving into the retirement home last year, they decided to donate it to the community college, figuring the music department could get some use out of it. But here's where this story fascinates me. Because they couldn't find the rightful owner of these coins, it is now legally defined as buried treasure. And the collection of coins is known as a treasure hoard. All of these terms that I know from playing D&D growing up like treasure hoard, apparently they have actual legal definitions for those terms in the UK. So now, what are they doing with this ownerless treasure hoard? Well, under British law, it goes to the Treasury Board, which is a branch of the government dedicated to valuing lost treasure like this. And uh, once they have a valuation, it's going to be offered to museums. If a museum decides to take it, the community college and the piano tuner, they get to claim finders keepers and they get a finders fee if no museum wants it, finders keepers the piano tuner and the community college get to keep the gold coins either way the community college of the piano tuner are going to be coming out ahead on this so yeah everybody dreams of finding buried treasure and here a humble piano tuner in the UK managed to do that I just love this story my favorite story of the month and I think that is a good note to go out on so I think I will wrap this up I really got to get into some kind of regular podcast schedule you know I'm so busy with my life right now I can't do one a week anymore but I should try just try to maybe pump out one a month I think I can do that so I'm going to try and get into a once a month podcast schedule wish me luck I'm Mark Kappas. This has been The Targ. I will see you in May. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production.